SOS Radio On Demand. It changed my heart. On Demand. It changes your life. Thanks for downloading Scott Harold's podcast. I don't know if you ever feel like God's forgotten about you. Like you go into these discussions and you feel like I pray and I pray and I seek God and I try to figure out what's right and I read the Bible. And sometimes you walk away just feeling like something's disconnected. And we're actually talking with Jarrett Stevens today at SWS Radio. and He's a pastor at Champion Forest Baptist in the Houston area. How you doing, Jarrett? God, I'm doing great, man. Thanks so much for having me on and looking forward to visiting with you today. You know, it's wild because we do a lot of work as Christians. You know, we ask Jesus into our heart. We know the Holy Spirit's inside, and we're trying to be better. We're trying to be stronger. But this world is just broken, and it's tough. It's hard to stay away from the discouragement. It really is, man, especially coming out of the season that we've been in as a country and really as the entire world going through this pandemic. And that's what led me to write the book. I was just getting so many questions as a pastor, like, the pastor, does God see what's going on? Uh, you know, people were losing jobs, paychecks were being cut, loved ones were getting sick, some even dying. And so the questions were being asked, does God see what's going on? I'm praying and, you know, I don't feel like he's hearing me. And so it just set me on this journey, Scott, of writing this book, The Always God. And the subtitle says it all. He hasn't changed and you are not forgotten. It's wild because we always think, yeah, the world is changing at this rapid pace. And yes, it is. But when you look back through history, you see that these patterns, they arc and they ebb and they flow and they arc again. And when you look through history, I mean, when you look at what was going on in Corinth, and you look what was going on in Ephesus, you look at what was going on in many of the different cultures, even like ancient Sumer over Mesopotamia, or you look through the Roman Empire and a lot of things that were going on in Asia. Asia. And you see, debauchery is not a new thing. Brokenness, it's not a new thing. Pain and suffering, they are not a new thing. I mean, just look at like Pompeii. <laughs> look at the things that we see throughout history. Yeah, well, you hit on it there, right? Uh, the ebb and flow is the word that you use. And I think that's right. And what happens is over all that time, we think that God has changed. Like he's gotten older, right? Yeah, he's an old man now. He needs nap. <laughs> Uh, on Sunday afternoons. But the fact of the matter is, this is the beauty about God is he hasn't changed at all. He is the same, the scripture says, yesterday, today, and forever. And so in the ebb and flows of life, the beauty of serving our always God is that he's always the same. He never, ever changes. We're talking with Jared Stevens today at SWS Radio. We're just talking about how God never changes. And it's interesting because on one hand, we're conditioned to set goals. We're conditioned as Americans to be prosperous and to pursue growth, right? But God doesn't mature. Isn't that an interesting thought, Jared? Yeah. I mean, he always has been, always will be. And that's the beauty of God is he is eternal. And so our minds, it's hard to wrap our finite minds around the infinite, but that's the truth of God who he is. You know, you wrote a book called The Always God. It's essentially talking about how he hasn't changed and that you're not forgotten, right? And I think that's the nature of where we're at in a culture where we feel so much brokenness. 
we can either look outward towards God, who's bigger than us, who's in control of the world, who's created the entire universe and spoken into existence, or we can choose to look inward at me and my problems and go, where is he? And maybe he's going, well, the story isn't actually about you. And I know you want it to be about you because you want to be a control freak, but it's actually freeing when you can honestly say, hey, this world isn't about me. It's about God, and I get to be a part of it. I was invited to be a part of it because he loves me. So true. We Not only do we think it's about us, but that's where it kind of gets turned upside down is we start living off of our feelings and our emotions and the circumstances of life. And that's what this book addresses. I break it up into three parts. The first part is that God is always here. And so it's just the fact that he's always present, regardless of whether you think he is or feel like he is. That first part deals with the fact that God always sees what's going on in our life. He always hears us when he pray, and he's always speaking to us when we open up his word, regardless of what we think or what we feel. And the second part, Scott, is about how God is always working. And this is where we really hit on what you're talking about there is that oftentimes a curveball is thrown our way, a situation, a circumstance that's outside of our control, and we get so fixated on us. And what I try to point out in this book is that, look, God, no matter what's happening to us, God is always working. You know, during the pandemic, that song Waymaker came out. It was real popular in 2019 at the start of the, in 2020, started the pandemic. And, you know, even when we don't feel it, he's working. Even when we don't see it, he's working. And so I lay out in that second section of the book how God is always working in our lives. And then the third part is how he's always faithful, that he can be trusted, that you never have to lose your hope in him. And so when things happen that we don't understand, that we question, we can trust in our always God because he's never, ever failed us. We're talking about the difference between happiness and joy with Jarrett Stevens today at SWS Radio, and he's a pastor, and he's an author. And Jarrett, it's interesting because a lot of times we think about happiness, and we just kind of merge joy and happiness together. Happiness is more like an emotion, and it's based simply off of our circumstances, where joy is not an emotion. It's like an inner peace that we feel because... God's our constant companion. He's an anchor no matter what's going on all around us. But when you study like the idea of joy, understanding that God doesn't change. God has always been there, but circumstances do. How have you learned to unpack that? Well, Psalm 1611 says this, in your presence is fullness of joy, and at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. And so for the Christian, we've got to understand that joy comes from time alone with the Lord, knowing our identity, knowing who we are in Him. This is where our peace gets short-circuited, if you will. This is where we can really grow frustrated. If we lose sight of the fact that, you know, life is not about our happiness. It's just not. It's about bringing glory to the Lord. And sometimes in the Christian life, you read it in the scriptures, bringing glory to the Lord means going through pain. It means going through heartache. It means going through trouble. And in the midst of the heartache and the pain and the trouble, the fact that God is there and you discover that God is your ever-present help in time of need, that's where true joy comes from. That's why Paul said, look, I can be content and whether I have everything or whether I don't have anything. Why? Because he learned that with God, he has everything. And so it sounds super cliche, man, and it sounds uber Christian you know, and super spiritual, if you will, but it's the reality of the Christian life. The more we are in the presence of God, the deeper our joy goes. And the more that we live for ourselves and the pleasures of this world, the more our joy will be choked off. 
Can we just be honest for a second and talk about the nature of God where he's never changing? I think it's something that makes a lot of us as Americans a little uncomfortable because we're the ones that feel like I'm supposed to keep growing and growing and growing and growing. And if I'm not moving forward, I'm moving back. But God doesn't grow. God doesn't mature and God doesn't change. We're actually talking about that with Jared Stevens today at SOS Radio. Like in Hebrews, it talks about Jesus is the same yesterday and today and forever. And there's a lot of things that we quote from the Bible that maybe we just say it like, oh, yeah, I kind of believe that. But, Jared, as you started really digging into what that really means, Jesus was around yesterday. Obviously, he's here present with us today, but also forever moving towards the future. I mean, when you dig into the Bible, I mean, what have you learned about God's unchanging nature? Well, the beautiful thing that I've learned about his unchanging nature is that we can count on him. Like he's the one constant in a world that oftentimes so much of the brokenness that we talk about in our world is because of betrayal or broken trust, broken relationships, misplaced expectations, disappointments, frustrations in life. I mean, you can just go down the line. Well, God is the exact opposite of that. Like he is everything that we are looking for. He is the one constant. And what I try to communicate in this book, Scott, is that the God who, you know, we read the Bible sometimes and we think, man, yeah, God split the sea for the nation of Israel, but he doesn't do that anymore. You know, God, you know, he called fire down from Mount Carmel uh, with Elijah, but he doesn't do that anymore. And what I try to show in this is that, no, God is still work just as he worked in the past. He's working today. And, you know, whenever we see a life changed by the power of the gospel, I mean, we're sharing Jesus and people come to know him. That's the greatest miracle that you can get. That's greater than any sea splitting. That's greater than any fire being called down. That is someone that's gone from death to life. And so I think when we study the character and nature of God, what it does for us is it grows our trust and it infuses us with confidence, not in ourselves, but in this God who is always here, he doesn't change with the times. I mean, the fact that he loves us no matter what we do, no matter what we ever do. I mean, think about that. Our world is based on what have you done for me lately? You know, we get married based on uh, signing prenups and it's, it's more of a contract than a covenant. Well, God, uh, he loves us in Christ based on nothing that we've ever done, nothing that we ever could do. Man, that's amazing. And if we can wrap our mind and heart around that, It'll change the way that we live. Yeah, what's crazy about it, too, is that God comes into our broken world to rescue us. He comes into this broken world knowing that it is corrupted and sinful. He's not, but he still chooses to come in and rescue us and have a personal relationship with us because he loves us. I mean, and it's wild because a lot of times we'll call things miracles and we think like, oh, yeah, I think God can do it, but he's probably not ever going to do it for me. But we understand that a miracle is essentially just something that isn't a pattern that's measured by the scientific method that's repeatable. It's okay, yeah, we want to see things and we track things and science is great and I love science, but it doesn't explain why things happen. It doesn't explain the origin of where things were, how it started, because you're just trying to find a measurable pattern. And when you're just looking for measurable patterns, you don't think something's going to happen for you like God's ever going to intervene. Because yeah, that is outside the scope of science. He doesn't have to be in that box. And he one-ups the miracle, right? Not only did he come in the incarnation in the person of Christ and die on the cross for our sins and was raised to life victoriously, but 
he comes to live inside of the believer. And so he sends us out into the broken world. You know, talk about a miracle, the fact that God can redeem me, save me, and send me out to be a minister of what the Bible says, a minister of reconciliation. Yeah. I mean, that's the biggest miracle. I can. I mean, I can't think of a bigger miracle. You know, it's one thing to believe that God exists. It's another thing to have a personal relationship with the creator of this world. And we're sort of unpacking that with Jarrett Stevens today at SWIS Radio. You know, he's a pastor of Champion Forest Baptist Church in the Houston area. It's interesting because we think like, okay, yeah, I know God exists. A lot of times we just leave it there. We don't take the relationship to that next level. I mean, Jarrett, in all your counsel of couples through the years or guys that are coming into your church and they're saying, you know, I believe that God's real, but I struggle with believing that he's actually moving and that he's actually working in lives today. And then he's intervening in all the weird circumstances that we're going through as a culture right now. I mean, how have you learned to sort of dig through that to say, okay, here's the situation and then here's how God's working because he's the same. Yeah, he is. And, you know, the scripture says that he's in the heavens and does whatever he pleases. And I love that verse because it just speaks of God's sovereignty and that nothing touches the child of God without first filtering through his holy hands. And so what I try to do in the book is I try not to just give the biblical premise for it. And I try to give real life stories. And so I think, you know, narrative is rules the day and bringing people in with stories of whatever truth I'm talking about in the book. You know, for example, I talk about how God always pursues the lost, you know, uh, I talk to people all the time who have somebody in their life that they've been praying for for years to come to know Christ, and they haven't, and they're just praying. They're going, man, is God hearing my prayer? Why won't he move? Why isn't he acting? Well, I tell the story of my brother who ran away from the Lord for 17 years. I prayed for my brother to come to know the Lord for 17 years, and I tell the story of how God intersected his path and got his attention and brought him back into a relationship with him. And so given these real-life stories and just showing that, hey, God's working behind the scenes. Uh, You can trust him. Our job, what he's called us to do, is to call on him, to pray to him, to trust him. I have a whole chapter on the importance of trust and entrust. You know, it's two words that come off the pages of Scripture over and over again. If God is indeed sovereign, he is indeed in control, he is the always God, constant, never changes, then we can trust him and we can entrust our lives and our marriages and our ministries and our friendships and our careers. We can entrust everything to him because he's never, ever failed. You know, prayer essentially is just talking to God. And what's so cool about prayer is that we have this holy, perfect God, this creator of the universe that's reached out and says, hey, I want to have a relationship with you. And you can talk to me and we can converse. Not only can you talk to me, but I can talk back with you. And we're talking with Jarrett Stevens today from Houston, Texas on SWS Radio. And, you know, Jarrett, it's interesting when we think about prayer, a lot of times we look and we'll go, hey, I'm praying and I don't really know if this is being answered. I don't know if God's here in me. Uh, You feel like, you know, there's maybe some strategy that you're missing. You know, when you feel like God's not hearing your prayers, what do you suggest we we look at when we think about prayer strategy? Well, I start with just what you said. You said two or three times when we feel like God's not hearing our prayer, when we feel like God's not hearing our prayer. I like to talk to people that I disciple about looking at your life kind of like a train image, if you will. And you've got the engine on the front and the caboose on the back. And the engine has to be truth. It has to be fact. The caboose has to be feeling. 
Uh, that always comes on the back end. If you ever get those mixed around, your life is going to look like an EKG heart chart, up, down, up, down, up, down. Because feelings come and go, right? Like I'm getting ready. I just had a snack a while ago. Well, I'm still, I feel hungry. You know, I, if I ate every time I felt hungry, I mean, it'd be a bad thing, you know? And so I would start right there and say, are you living, are you basing your life off of fact? Or are you basing it off of feelings? And the fact of the matter is we have to go to God's word. What does God's word say? The Bible says that God hears the prayer of the righteous and he hears the cry of the righteous. And we are righteous if we are in Christ, not righteous in and of ourselves. And so regardless of what we feel, the truth of God's word, the greatest invitation in scripture is call to me. God invites us. The holy God of the universe invites us to pray. And so, you know, there are some times, you know, the Bible tells us if we cherish iniquity in our heart, I believe it's Psalm 66, that God will not hear us. And so we can't just live on our own terms, do our own thing and pray and think that God's going to hear those prayers. That'll be a block call every single time. But, but he will never turn down the cry of our hearts when we are humble and when we are expressing faith. And I think the root issue of prayer is oftentimes God doesn't answer on our timetable. And that's really our issue. It's not that God isn't answering, it's that he's not answering on our timetable. And I just here to tell you, I always tell people who are praying and they're waiting on the Lord, don't waste your wait. God does things in the waiting times of life that he could never do any way else. And so as you pray and you wait on him, you keep trusting him, you keep crying out to him. I'm telling you, God's moving, God's working. And oftentimes what God's doing is moving and working in your heart and life in ways that you don't see it and experience. And it's in trusting in him in those times of waiting on him where he does his best work in our lives. Well, we're talking with Jarrett Stevens today at SWS Radio, and the Always God is his brand new book. Hey, thanks for taking some time to chat with us today on SWS Radio. Thanks for having me, man. Enjoyed it. Thanks for listening to the SOS Radio podcast with Scott Harold. If this discussion encouraged you, feel free to share it with your friends on social media.